Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, from Los Angeles. I'm Mike Dowler, and this is Conversations Radio. Good evening. Happy Thursday, November 19th, 2020. Glad to have you with us tonight. A huge, huge show. Lots of people, lots of guests, lots of great things to talk about. Really one great thing to talk about. We'll get into that in just a second. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram at Conversations Radio. And uh, don't forget to email us as well, conversationspod at gmail.com. I'm going to dive right in uh, because we've got uh, really, really great news tonight. Well, we've got Ellie Trowbridge back. We've got Sarah Withers. We have Reed Miller. And uh, back again, our co-host tonight. Shay Smolik. Hey, Shay. Hey, how are you? Congratulations. You are the co-host tonight. Yay! So, yeah, be- because Ellie and Sarah have both co-hosted already. Reed is still kind of green, so we'll we'll give him a shot uh, at a later <laughs> date. But uh, glad to have you back. You've had a busy, busy week in Nashville. Yeah, so I actually recorded four songs out there for an EP album or EP and um, I have one single coming out. I filmed a music video and I did a photo shoot for EP cover. So that's super exciting. And I think the single is coming out on Christmas and then everything after that. So I have four country songs, which is super exciting because I love singing and kind of want to start that career. So was this your first time in a recording studio? It wasn't. I actually have a cover of Burning House by Cam, which is another country oh, wow. song. I think I was yeah. about 11, maybe 12 when I did that. So yeah. this was my first ever time doing original songs, which was super interesting. And recording in Nashville. My goodness. That was uh, how exciting. Did you did you spot anybody while you were there? Lots of music going on. No, I didn't. But uh, we ate at Kids Kid Rock's bar and Blake Shelton's bar and oh, cool. uh, Luke Bryan's bar. So it was super fun. Uh, the live music was incredible. Everyone there is super talented. Which but is... but they weren't there, right? No, they yeah. weren't, unfortunately. It's kind of like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and open this place up, but I don't want to run it. You guys run it. Right. But, yeah, it's that kind of a thing. I just funny. <laughs> and, and now you're back in uh, Iowa. Um, what an adventure for you. Seriously, I've been talking everywhere for three months. Somebody's got a very, very vicious dog there. So, <laughs> sounds like it. But we've got a great show. Well, welcome back. And, of course, uh, as you know, play-by-play, we were talking about that two weeks ago, how we really thought that it needs it needs yes. to have a home. Who knew? Who would have known? Actually, that it actually uh, found a home on Roku. I know. I was thinking about that when I first found out. I was like, on that podcast, you were talking about how it needs to have a new home, which is, like, such a coincidence. And then, boom, that's on Roku. How exciting! And we got uh, we got some cast uh, mates here as well. You know these people as, as well as I do. Uh, but yeah, probably much very more. Very well. Again, we've got Sarah Withers. We have Ellie Trowbridge, Reed Miller. Uh, Sarah Withers, welcome back. Hi, how's it going? Doing well. Now you are, uh, <laughs> so to speak, a retread. You've been here before. Yes. You've been on with. Yeah, you've been on with uh, with with uh, Joey Vieira, mm-hmm, I believe, mm-hmm. and then you co-hosted with me with uh, Jesse Giacomazzi. Yeah, that was yes. a really fun episode. That was fun. What are you up to? How you been? I've been great. Uh, this year has been obviously really tough for everybody. I uh, I was living in San Diego for a lot of this year, and you know, just sort of putting out some of my own stuff on on Instagram monologues I'd written and you know, some auditions I was able to put up and stuff just to like keep things going. And now that I'm I'm back in LA, I've been here for a couple months, I'm continuing to audition. I um I have a horror film coming out another one early <laughs> next year. Uh this is Caps Crossing, wrong side of dead. You definitely will want to be on the right side of dead for this one. So <laughs> yeah. I, it's gonna be super fun. Um Sabina Gadecki is in it, um, Beverly D'Angelo. So I'm really looking forward to that coming out. And yeah, I'm just, I'm back in LA and doing 
what I can with, you know, all the restrictions and stuff yeah. in place. Bit of a homebody, but, you know, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. COVID is still a thing. And, of course, uh, you're very well known as the uh, infamous Scream Queen who got chased <laughs> through a forest by a welder. That's the funniest funniest storyline. But, uh, again, it was an anthology. So uh, you yeah. were one of but four different ones, four different stories, or five? Yeah, I believe there, there's yeah. five. five. And yeah. uh, it's funny because I was screaming my head off in this, this other film I did. Um, at the end of last year, and I actually got laryngitis. So oh. I, <laughs> when I was filming it, so I was losing my voice, and they were like, scream louder. And I'm like, I can't. I, <laughs> I'm giving it all I got. Um, so probably going to have to do some ADR, do a little well, voiceover. You know, you, plug in my I would just, just use your uh, scream from before, and then um, – and then say you're bringing it and say you know like, hey, here it is like on the thumbnail and they can just use that, just reuse it, yeah, and just stuff exactly. it in. You know what? Why not recycle well, it? Well, welcome back, my goodness, and um, of course um, Ellie Ellie Trowbridge. Hello, Ellie. Hello, Mike. Glad to have you back. Welcome back, and welcome to our new guest again, another member of the cast of Play by Play, Reed Miller. Reed, how are you? Reed Miller. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this, of course, is a very monumental evening. And what a busy week. It's funny because I, I did a graphic that says coming soon. But it's there. Play by Play uh, originally uh, was, was slated for Go 90. Go 90, unfortunately, went away. Play by Play, three seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Sat on a shelf. Uh, 20, 24 episodes. Wow. So, luckily for you guys and for the viewing audience, for everyone that worked on the series, just wonderful news. Play by Play. Now available on Roku. Yes, is, it's so uh, exciting. And like like Shay just said, like we talked about it on the last podcast we did together, Mike. Like I'm truly convinced you're the lucky charm. If I ever have a project that goes under, I'm like, I got to talk to Mike because he'll bring his little kind. magic to the universe. You're very kind. And again, it's 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 a great um, series. You guys are all um, you've solidified your spot on that series. Great roles, great story, a great concept. And Shay, don't get me wrong. Obviously, uh, it was you know filmed in Iowa. You live in Iowa, and it takes place circa 1990s. When you think 1990s, you don't always think about what happened in Middle America or Iowa or Kansas or whatnot. But again. <laughs> Every era, every part of this country or, or the world in the 90s had its own kind of thing going on. Certainly uh, for Iowa, um, yeah, it's different. I mean, and we've talked about that. L.A., L.A., not Ellie, L.A., <laughs> very much different than Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, wow, amazing, amazing place. Ellie, I think you know this as well. What was the, what was the, the idea behind choosing Iowa? For, uh, oh, for the location. Um, I think Reed may actually have a better memory on this than me, but Reed, correct me if I'm wrong, were we trying to like take place in Chicago? Question yeah, one? the show um, <clears throat> is supposed to take place in Chicago. I, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure if we ever even say that. We might say that in the pilot, but it was originally supposed to take uh, place in Chicago. Uh, and and it, it actually is a pretty good double uh, for Chicago, but... um. The weather, um, I could, I could do without. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. the wind in the uh, that's like caught in all the scenes, like speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really dissing Iowa right now. Yeah, careful no. now. Oh, careful now. Yeah. Iowa. I'm just saying that it's cold as it's. Listen. Hey, it was 70 today though, so <laughs> that is beautiful weather. I will come to Iowa right now. Okay. Was it uh, was it warm in Nashville? <laughs> it was. It was around 60, but okay. the sun was out. So it was like actually here. super nice. There. Very cool. Again, they shot in, in Iowa. So the story takes place in Chicago. So tell us the gist of, of the storyline. I see a lot of teen angst, a lot of Friday Night Lights. Reed, what can you say? I think the show, at the end of the day, it's it's about, you know, it's about growing up. It's about everything that I think everyone can relate to when it comes to growing up, you know, liking that girl that you just can't seem to win over or liking that guy you can't just seem to win over. Um, and just figuring out what your path is, you know, not to spoil anything, but I mean, as we hear in the first episode, Pete, you know, 
he wants to be a football player, but as an adult, he ends up being a sportscaster. So it's like it's about him also figuring out his path in life and what his calling is. And it's it, it was really cool to play this kid who, in the very beginning, was he was a he was a kid. You know what I mean? He was like a he was a boy who didn't really understand anything, and he looked at the world through rose colored glasses. And through each each episode, I think particularly in uh, season two and three. Uh, which were my favorite seasons to film, which has been the show kind of took more of a dramatic turn. Um, we really got to dive deep into these characters, and and I really enjoyed fleshing Pete out not just as a you know a goofy kind of lovable goofball who tends to get himself into stupid situations because he just wants to get this girl, but about <laughs> this kid who genuinely is just trying to figure it out, and by doing so has a tendency to be incredibly selfish. And he learns a lot of lessons along the way that it's okay to not get with the girl. And it's okay that there are other options out there for, you know, in case something doesn't work out. And that doesn't mean it, you know, that means it wasn't supposed to work out for you. So it's like, that's what I loved about it. And it, it, and, and, and it yeah, there's angst in it, but I would say it's just much more about you finding your place. You know what I mean? And that it is okay to, and that it's even okay to not have a place for a while. Yeah, which I think I is think, something that's important. I think the angst definitely comes from because you know once, I, I mean, I personally get really invested in things super quickly. So I think the angst in the show definitely comes from you rooting for Pete through this whole thing. You're like, come on, Pete, like you got it, you can do this. And I think um, the way it's just captured the Pete story and you see the emotions and replays that incredibly so so well and I think that's yeah. when it definitely that's when it kind of goes like oh well, what's what's gonna happen because you, you don't know if it's gonna prevail or if he's gonna fail and, and that's again the beauty of figuring it out you have to fail to figure it out it doesn't just come to you and I think For that's sure. one of the lessons that is definitely portrayed a lot it's one of the themes in play-by-play -play, I'd say oh <laughs> absolutely I love that you said that it really is about failing and it being okay to fail yeah that all kind of has to do with high school, too, which is nice because, you know, high school students who watch it can learn a lesson from it, too, that it's okay not to do the best, but it's okay to also get out there and try your hardest. And Totally. Know. Now, Shay, you played uh, Gracie Hickey, Pete Hickey's little sister. What is she all about? Well, uh, she's a lot like me in many ways. I have two she's very feisty. Uh, she's very, I wouldn't say snotty, but she kind of... <laughs> way about her she's very uh yeah feisty and kind of gets after her brother she's definitely a cool little sister and uh Agreed. yeah and she she makes fun of pete a lot she doesn't like mike very much but you know i think over the course of season two and season three pete and gracie get a little closer and start to kind of lean on each other a little bit which is super sweet there's a there are really great family moments in season two that you know also bring around you know connecting with your family and just being your true selves around them and that's another that's another theme you know being yourself around your family figuring your family out when you're going through puberty and it sucks. <laughs> All right, now stand by just one second. Let me ask Reed. So Reed, uh, what is Gracie Hickey yeah. really all about? What is Gracie? Okay, <laughs> I got a lot to say here. Uh -oh. uh, <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I think, um, I think, you know, she's a, she's a fun character. She's, yeah. she's, she's the little sister who I genuinely, I think when you really get down to it, her character is pretty interesting because it's like, you know, it, she could, she can come off like this, she's the smart one, but she's also like, you know, mischievous. And I think, I think she does these things because yeah, she's probably the smartest one in the family. But also, I think, um, you know, I think being the, I'm the baby of my family. Are you? Uh, okay. And I feel like there's something about being the baby in your family where you can kind of get away with most stuff. <laughs> and when I say that, that's not me saying I got away with most stuff. I'm just saying that I don't know what it is, but they're ten. But I, I think it's just because it's like, I don't know. It's like you're like, you're the baby, you know? I get away with stuff too when I'm the youngest. So. So Reed, like I said, you're the baby in the family. But then you you're on the show here, and now you're the big brother. Oh yeah. Was that a challenge? Um, not necessarily. Okay. Um, I think it was like I worked with Shay before. Oh. Um. Prior to play, we'd worked with. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, we were in a short film. It was like one of the first things I ever did. It was oh, called Marty. Know. Oh wow. Yeah, it was a western. It was, uh, it was it was cute, but I think because we'd done that together already, 
it was like that relationship was kind of already there. We had great chemistry. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, and it was like, you know, it was funny. Me and Shay would annoy each other on set all the time. <laughs> oh my and, gosh. and when I say that, I don't mean that in a bad way at all. I just mean it's like, cause, because we, in life, we have that. Right. Sort of. We were actually very uh, sibling-like in real life, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we, we very much have a, a sibling-like camaraderie. Um, definitely not as intense as play-by-play. -play. Right. <laughs> no. Um, we're, I mean, like, I love Shade of Death. I just mean, we definitely, like, when you're on set for, for like, long hours, me and her would would, would poke at each other. Oh, but yeah. But it, yeah. it was all out of good fun. That stuff happens. Um, yeah. Of course, with COVID... Uh, obviously no poking anymore so that's right. you know, you know keep our hands to ourselves <laughs> right. and i want to bring uh, i want to bring sarah in as well sarah withers because you played a a pivotal role as well you played oh the God, serious one her. really you were um a, a video store blockbuster manager yes i was and i wasn't happy about reed coming in to the store and we have a hilarious exchange where I'm like, oh, you think you know about films? And then I, <laughs> I, I go into scene. like a one-minute monologue about um, my knowledge of, you know, avant-garde French films and things of that nature. And, um, yeah, and I also date his older brother, too. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how old is – you, you play – the character is Heather. So how old is Heather on the show? about 17 no i'm a little bit older um yeah because you're managing a I'm video store you know school. okay yeah i'm about 20 probably okay. um god it's been so long <laughs> for the <laughs> script um yeah so i'm about 20 um but i'm not too old for his brother now did you and ellie have any scenes together yeah um a lot of the things that we filmed in season two in the video store where Sarah was like birthed at in play by play. We had a lot of exchanges there and it, it was really fun because, you know, hearing Sarah on the podcast and knowing her personally, she's very, this very bubbly person. She's the kindest person ever. And then you see her turn on Heather and it's like the total opposite of who she is. It was just really fun. Like before having to walk in and start my section of the scene, I would like peek my head around the camera and like, see her work her magic in the beginning and i was like oh, that's just so cool she's so mean okay sarah <laughs> did you guys oh my gosh thank you that is did, so did, sweet did you guys have an outtake reel a blooper reel we probably it. It do exists. but yeah. <laughs> that's gotta be hilarious a train wreck may i really tell you. oh that needs to come out like yesterday release the snyder cut release the snyder cut the show now on Roku. We're talking about play-by-play. -play. We've got some castmates here. We've got Sarah Withers. We've got Reed Miller. We have Ellie Trowbridge and the wonderful Shay Smolik, and also who's also co-hosting tonight for the first time. And by the way, Shay, congrats on your co-host position now. And um, as with any co-host, you have the same privileges that the host has. So if you decide you want to feature somebody on the show, let me know and I'll set it up. Okay. All righty. Ellie... For you, Mike. we talked two weeks ago, and you were like, you know, Mike, I love musical theater. I think I want to do this. You know, you went on, and it was and it was very inspiring. It was great. But now, play-by-play -play is out. So where is that now, <laughs> that conversation? I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, my heart is definitely still with musical theater, and it has been through my whole acting career, too. I mean... Uh, musical theater has always been like the go-to tunes that I sing for my concerts in the shower, um, for like cabarets at school. And it's just something that I've always really, really enjoyed. And of course, um, I'm being very strategic of what colleges I apply to because um, there's a lot on the East Coast. There's a handful that I'm applying for um, in New York. Like I'm applying for Marymount Manhattan. Hint, hint, Marymount Manhattan. I sent in my application today, just letting you know. Oh. So it would be... It'd be really fun for me to pursue musical theater in an area and an environment where I can still pursue acting. So I'm being very strategic in what area I choose. Of course, I still have some um, colleges I'm applying to, like in London and North Carolina, um, just to really fully open myself up to musical theater. But acting, for as far as I know now, it's still going to be a very relevant, present thing in my life. And I'm excited to like possibly experience both. And and Sarah, you're kind of out there doing stuff too. Obviously, you know you're you're working. 
um, here and there, and and you did the college thing, uh, and you've also done yes. Any, any, I, uh, any I musical went to theater? USC for theater. Uh, they, uh, I, I went for for acting. Um, I did their BFA acting program, and then graduated with a BA. Um, I changed from Bachelor of Fine Arts to Bachelor of Arts because it gave you more um, flexibility with your schedule. And I was auditioning and working and stuff. Um, I filmed play by play my senior year. Um, so that oh, worked right. out really well. Yeah. Yeah. So Ellie, I wish you all the best of luck. Break all the legs in the world. I hope that, um, uh, so do you know, like, are you going to be doing self tapes or are you going to have in-person auditions for, for your colleges? College is currently in the land of Zoom calls. So it's, mm. um, I could probably do some live auditions, like actually being in the room for uh, like some schools I'm applying for um, in LA, but I am choosing to do the live Zoom route for a lot of things. Um, I learned that specifically for, I think you know this too, Sarah, like with your BA and any liberal arts for colleges, um, you have to do your like general education um application so you get accepted into the school based off like your gpa and stuff and then you do a fine arts application where you apply for the actual programs um so on my on my my last leg of those fine art applications mm. and um i'm submitting in my pre-screens if that's an option but i am definitely choosing the live route i love talking to people kind of how we are doing now it's a regular conversation and i it kind of bugs me how like formal like oh i'm auditioning for college when you're not going to be like that formally presented anyway when you're probably at their school so um it's always best if they can just get to know you right there and then instead of like having to see if they can know you through what you present in pre-screens you know well what does reed think what does Reed think what do what do i think about about college yeah i mean i uh you know i um you know of course ellie i wish you the you know, the best of luck, you know Thank that you, we've talked about this many times. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, for me, I, I'm, I'm doing what I need to be doing. I, um, I college is never, college was never really on the radar for me. Um, once I started acting, it was like, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and that was that. Um, and you're and... busy, you're busy too, by the way, you've got a lot of stuff going on. He's very busy. Oh, thank you. It's amazing. We'll talk Thank about you, that in a bit. And I, I, you got to love Reed. Um, now, you guys have worked with him. I pick up, I, I'm pick i picking up a little bit of a snarkiness. Is he a little snarky? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, like, a, that's a good trait. That's a great trait. That is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank yeah. you for throwing me right <laughs> you know, on It's, it's <laughs> one of my favorite things about you, Reed. Honestly, I totally admire your, and I, this is not a bad thing at all. I'm stressing this. I'm stressing this. It's not a bad thing. My favorite thing about you is is your confidence about you having your talents. Like that is something that I totally wish that I could I could have, you know? So it's really admirable to see you like, yeah, like I'm proud of my work. And I'd be like, oh yeah, like, it's, it's, it's okay. It's good. So it's, it's really Great. awesome. Exactly, yeah. That's so important, too. You know, we talked about this two weeks ago about, you know, every confidence, you know, and, and, re and rejection and, and what have you, not personalizing it. That's probably the biggest challenge for young actors and folks that are maybe not so young that are just starting and, uh, to, you know, to realize that uh, there are going to be no's and yeses. And you got to have the confidence to just, you know, say, well, you know what? Okay, let's just move on. And um, yeah, exactly. you have to get to that point. I mean, 99% of the time it's going to be no. And that sounds really like terrible, but that's literally just the reality of this industry. It it's yeah. you, you like when you get a yes, it's literally like winning the lottery. Right. I mean, it's like, it is one of those things where you just have to push through and there are going to be projects, films, TV, whatever that you feel no matter what, that you're destined to do, that you're right. perfect for. There is no possible way anyone else is going to do this better than me, but they don't feel that way. I mean, yeah. I, I've had so many, so many experiences and heartbreaks over projects that I just gave it my all and I did the best that I could and it was enough, but yeah. I wasn't this other person. And, and, then, out, like, and then out of the yeah. blue, something else comes through. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, That's wow. That's usually how it works out, yeah. <laughs> you know? And Sarah, for you, you started off very young. You were, you were, you were, you grew up in Northern California. 
you were involved with ACT, which is a, a phenomenal program, still in existence today. Great uh, theater program in uh, the Bay Area. But you knew from day one that you wanted to do this. Yeah, I think when I was, you know, eight, nine, ten, I, I, I was like, I had the dream of doing it, and I just felt so attracted to it, and I really enjoyed my my acting classes. And then I would say when I was around twelve, I was like, oh wow, like. I think I fell in love with it in a in a deeper way. And when I was really young, I was kind of like, you know, I mean, you're so little. I was just like infatuated with it. I loved it. And then I think around the time I was 12, I started to sort of realize how, I mean, it's truthfully, like how you can really connect to, to characters. And as a result, you feel more connected to other people. And I think that's what's so beautiful about acting. That's and that's a way of putting it. Yeah, I think it's really true. Like when you when you embody somebody else's life and learn more about their experiences. It's like, wow, I know more about not only like the world around me, but more about myself too. And it's, yeah, it really is such a beautiful craft. And um, so, yeah, I'm 24 now and still loving it. And yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's been a minute. Yeah. And and for Shay, now Shay, I love Shay's backstory. Um, I love Shay. She's an amazing, amazing actress, amazing human being. She's got a really very, very good heart, a gentle soul. And for you, Shay, things happened right away. And what I like about you is you basically you had different managers in different areas and stuff. You had, you had, you had a, a, a good team built up. And they recognized your attributes pretty quick. Of course they did. And pointed you yeah. in the right direction. And I think that's the sign of a good team. You, sure. you would. Mm-hmm. Little agency here in Iowa. I don't think I'd be where I'm at today because they did point me to, you know, get an agent in Chicago, and then the Chicago agent told me to go to California and try it there for nine months. So, yeah, I, I would definitely say uh, my agent is definitely the reason I'm here today. I mean, from a Tide commercial to having your face on a number of vans driving through the Iowa area, as well yeah. as play by play, it's a, it's an amazing career for you. And nobody on my show before has ever had their face or likeness on a van. So you've got that yeah. distinction. It's really weird. And <laughs> when my dad would be like, oh, look, it's your face. And I just won't look at it anymore. I'm just like, I, I can't. And I was like seven. I was yeah. so little. And I had little buck teeth. Oh, it was awful. But <laughs> I love it. Reed, are you on any vans? I don't know. Uh, not that I'm aware of, and I, I, I hope that I'm not. That I am not aware <laughs> Is it a goal of yours to be on a van, Reed? Like, uh, like the main goal? I was on a van when I was, like, 14 for The Fourth Door. I had a series called The Fourth Door, and they had there was, like, a – it was called The Fourth Door Experience, and it was, like, a van type of thing, and it was, like, VR. It was, it was pretty cool. I mean, wow. I guess that was the only thing that I – had like my face on but other than that i think my biggest goal is to be on a van really no ben- <laughs> yeah well yeah and read real quick do you do voiceover work at all uh no i i uh, i um it's never really been my thing um okay I, it's not and when i say that i mean i don't it's just not really something i particularly enjoyed yeah um and that's not that's not me knocking it at all no, i mean no it, no it, it takes a lot of talent to do that like it does any other element of the industry. It's just something that I, I – it was – it's the one thing that I didn't really get into. Like okay. like when I do ADR for a film, uh, I just did ADR for my, my new movie, Who Are You People? And, um, yeah. I mean, that – I'm just like – and then I, I had a – I think it was a 10-hour day session for Good Joe Bell. Oh. Or, well, now it's called Joe Bell, but I had yeah. like a 10-hour session for that. And they didn't even use any of it. So it's like, oh, yeah. you know, it's like anytime I do ADR, I'm like, oh. don't you love that? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. again, uh, yeah, because you've got your, your voice seems like it'd be good for like animation or whatnot. But that's just my opinion, you know. And I'd love to do, I'd love to do, you know, I'd you, love to try doing either a film or like a, a series or have a small role in an animated series. But I, I if I do, do voiceover, I would really want to do more or less do uh, mocap, do motion capture. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, you got to be committed. I mean, that's it is it is long hours, and uh, taking direction, and you know, it's it's all that. So, but most people are working from their house now, so that's kind of cool as well. The big yeah, news, that's guys. That's like a really unique environment. It is. It is, and it's it's and it's community. I've featured a lot of voiceover folks on the show. 
Um, and uh, it's it's amazing. They're, they are troopers. Everyone knows each other. Everyone helps each other. And most of your established VO people also teach voiceover as well. So they, they, stay, they support. As you thumb through the previous episodes, you'll find, you know, Debbie Derryberry, who played the voice of Jimmy Neutron. She's on there. We had uh, Jet Walker, who was original voice for uh, the Universal Kids Network. And um, she's doing um, some animation now as well. That's coming out. So again, there are people are people are working. Uh, and during the pandemic, the voiceover thing really didn't stop. It kept on going. So it's yeah, it's I can't imagine. Like voiceover actors must be so happy to like continue to be able to still do their craft. <laughs> yeah, because you most, yeah. some some do it from from home, and I think I think the the voiceover rooms are pretty much you know isolated the social distance so there's not a lot of interaction they've stayed busy and it's funny because you'll see a lot of posts on instagram and twitter and heal heal um you'll 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 see pictures of people like recording in their closet with clothes and because you really oh, do yeah. it anywhere you know those are my favorite i love coming across videos like that yeah. oh no that's what me and my mom do yeah no it's it's yeah because you don't want a lot of echo you know you gotta you got to have that that buffle. Again, the big news, guys. We're talking about play by play, the series. It is now on Roku, and it's out now. This happened really fast. It really did. Seasons one, two, and three are out on Roku. Yeah. Wow. And I found out like really casually. Like I got a text from my mom, and she's like, "Hey, like play by play got bought," and I was like, "Really?" And then I guess Re, your mom had texted my mom, who texted yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, it was all very. Casual I do. Can I say? Can I say something super quick? Yeah. I, I do want to say the process was not fast. I have actually, I might probably shouldn't be saying this. I'm gonna say it anyway. I've known that Roku has bought it for about a year and a half now. Oh, what? Wow. I wasn't allowed the to say secret. anything, and it it just the process was incredibly difficult, incredibly long, incredibly hard. Because of just a lot of a lot of bumps in the road, COVID didn't help anything, um, and I think that's why I was so excited that it was out. Because for me, like I've known about it for like a long time, and it's like, you know, one minute you hear it's going to be on there, the next minute you hear it's probably not. I mean, it was just, I mean, it was a lot of hoops to jump through um, to get the show on there, but we finally did. Look where we are now on Roku. Yeah. Stoked. And Roku's it's been great. so fun to look back at it. It has so many memories. The um, I got my little Roku box in the in our bedroom because we got the we've got the smart TV yeah. in the living room. The bedroom TV is kind of dumb, so we got the Roku box and our cable box. <laughs> but it'll be fun to uh to go ahead and um to to scan through and uh and watch the shows. And there's um, three seasons. So a lot of episodes are the, are are the episodes are they chronological or is it like a serial or is each episode different? Does the story continue throughout? Um, it's 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 pretty chronological. Okay. Uh, and and now each episode there's typically a different sub subplot. You know what I mean? Like Pete's having to deal with this or having to deal with the family or whatever. But um, there is a through line, especially for season one, like especially for season two and three. Uh, but the through line of season one is, you know, is Alex, is him like trying to sway Who's that? Alex. She sounds really cool. I know. She yeah. sounds like kind of a a great person. I loved your hesitation <laughs> before you said that. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No, 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 no. Yeah. It was, uh, but yeah, season two and three have more of a connected storyline. I'm curious to, to see Heather in action. Cause I think, uh, I think <laughs> my favorite awesome. character. I think my Sarah. I think most. Aww. I think most blockbuster managers from the '90s and beyond um, were pretty much like Heather. From what you're, from, from what you've kind of. Suggested. How can you not? She's so like so dry. I love it. <laughs> Did you guys? I yeah, mean, it was. It was ahead. honestly that's probably one of my favorite characters I've ever played, hands down. She was so fun because like. You know, like Ellie said, I like to, <laughs> I like to think Heather's personality is pretty different from mine. She's yeah. not, she's you know, she's not a happy camper. Uh, she just has a very, uh, I don't know, her outlook on life is just a, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's not like 
I, I, I joke about it. It's not like she really hates life. I just think that she feels pretty. she's exhausted by it or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's like, it's cool. Cause that's another thing about acting is like, I, you know, I, I think of Sarah, like I try to think a lot about how I come across to other people. And it's important to me that people don't feel hurt, you know, by what I say or whatever. I, and Heather just doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> she does not care. She will say whatever. And it's like acting in a scene like that is, is so cool. It's so fun. Cause like, that's not something I would normally do. And you get to sort of, you know, it's like shadow work kind of like, oh, I explored the side of myself that I wouldn't normally show. Does... Um, and I learned a lot from her as a result, to be honest, like to really be blunt, like say what you mean. And I think she could she could learn how to make it a little bit more gentle. But at the end of the day, it's like she kind of relies on herself. And, and I think that's a really admirable quality. Does she not like her job? Uh, she loves film, but I don't think she likes her job. And I think Reed comes in, like, wanting to get a job there. Um, and don't you end up working there, Reed? Yeah, I worked there for all of season two. That's right, that's right. Yeah, because remember, um, then then we have that whole bit in that episode where um, I'm imagining all these scenarios, and... Uh, oh, yeah! Because Alex, Alex is going to come over for a day. Yeah, that's probably that one of my favorite episodes. episodes. Yeah, yeah, I got to, cool and I just, it was so cool to be in like a, you know, cause I like, I remember when my dad would take me to Blockbuster when I was a kid. And so like filming in like a Blockbuster, like a, like one that was still operational was really, really cool. Cause it was like, I felt like it was extremely, um, nostalgic to be back there. And it kind of brought me back to this point in my life like when I was a kid like it was really interesting it was kind of like a flash of the past to be back there and and not only that but to be back there with such great people um and in between takes I'd go into the actual store <laughs> and I ended up I think I rented like four movies while I was there really? I rented like a scanner darkly and all these other movies I hadn't seen but it was just cool to like you know talk like it was just such a cool environment that I think season two ha probably has the deepest connection for me because of all the video store stuff looking looking back at blockbusters now it's it's in a way kind of awkward just the whole vibe when you walk in there you know and it's like do you have this this do you have that no they're all you know they, 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 you have like they, you get big popular movies they got like five copies and they're all out <laughs> you know i remember just getting really you know pissed off because i wanted to watch it and i couldn't do it and then of course they got po'd if you didn't rewind the tapes when you returned them. You had to rewind oh, yeah. the tape, or I think oh my it, gosh. there was a charge. I feel like for blockbuster movies, and like when you had to go in and actually rent them, like face to face, like you would have to plan your movie nights like two weeks in advance. Yeah, and then of course they try to make it like it's a whole theater thing. They sell popcorn and juju beans and you know mm -hmm. all that stuff. So uh, your your one stop shop for you know your your, your video evening you know viewing pleasure didn't they rent video games as well mm -hmm. oh yeah. yeah Wii games yeah god oh that was the stuff and then uh everything went digital and um videos was video stores were obsolete there are still some though ancient stores yeah ancient though ancient <laughs> mostly foreign yeah, language stuff where we shot in Iowa, it wasn't a uh, blockbuster. It was, I think, like an independently owned yeah. uh, video store. Um, standing today. What was that? It's actually still standing today. Today, me and my dad Ooh. went that long ago. No really? way. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm thinking so a just to be back there was... Yeah. I'm thinking a pilgrimage. You guys need to go there together and walk through the doors. This <laughs> yeah, you know, back to the video store, yeah. and you you can don your Heather your Heather genre, uh, your you know persona, and uh, just uh, tell everybody off. I'm Heather. <laughs> this, this is my store. Rewind your tapes. Rewind your tapes. And That's again, uh, again, video stores, school, uh, teen angst, no teen angst, Iowa, but it's really Chicago, but it's really Iowa. But we're talking play yes. by play. <laughs> Play-by-play, play, a fantastic show, folks. Um, please support. Get the word out. It yes, is back. Give us some love. It is. Yes. Uh, yep. Yes.
please support. Tell your friends. Don't hold it in like Reed did for a year and not tell anybody. <laughs> you know. So um, we do and, appreciate secrecy here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Again, it's on. It's on Roku, and uh, for those who don't have Roku, well, buy one. They're like thirty bucks, it's I think. Free. It, well, yeah. you can also watch it on your computer or on your smart TV. Well, you don't even need a Roku box. You can that's watch true. It for free. That's or true. Or download Roku Play. Yes. That's what I did. I downloaded the app, and you just search up play-by-play, and you click continue as a guest, and you can watch it. Fun, fun, fun stuff. I want so to talk. So there are no excuses. <laughs> there were, there were, watch it. There were a lot of first time. Ellie's like, oh god, I know where this, I know where this is going. First time events. I do. Yeah, in your career, uh, obviously uh, for Sarah, she got to fulfill her dream of managing a video store. Um, Shay got to be a, a very, very cool little sister. Um, Reed pretty much finding himself, and then you have Ellie, Alex. Um, the big kiss. This was uh, this oh, was. Here we go. This, Reed, yeah, here didn't we go. I tell you he was going to bring this? <laughs> yeah. up? Oh, I mean, I mean you it's, didn't it's, tell me he was going to bring this up. And, like, and, oh, and then, and then, I know some deets. Like he then, might like un- put me on blast. And then under oh, a canoe, go. which is, uh, I mean, yeah. Anyway, uh, there were lots of kisses, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get this clear. Let's make this really season clear. two. Season so again, two. Uh, I've got a little spicy. I've heard. So I've heard Ellie's side of the story for prepping oh god so and right. no 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 she's very good she mentioned she mentioned the chapsticks and the mints and all that stuff oh god that wasn't my idea let me add i i no hated that i was like bruh no. really everyone else loved it yeah they all thought it was funny i thought it was definitely something to break the ice that i felt like was forming itself over because sure. i think it was film that i want to say like one of the like in the middle of shooting of season one. Yeah, and we, we filmed that. Already. Yeah, we filmed that. Like, I think we had three or four weeks left. Yeah, like kind of like in the middle. Like we're about to wrap it up, and Reed and I had already like become really good friends at that point. And mm-hmm. then like the day started to loom. We were both. I feel like I can speak for both of us when we we're like, uh, like kind of distancing, I guess. Yeah. And I, I did not want that. I wanted it to be a very joyful environment. I wanted it to be funny where we can all laugh at ourselves and especially laugh at me. Um, and, you know, then it turned out to be a very sweet moment. So thank you, Reed, for kissing me like 10 times in a row for takes. <laughs> not going to lie. Wow. Probably blacked out on half of them. But I do like, remember, it- I remember you not to like, I do remember, though, the first take we did. I, oh, I'll, I'll never forget this. <laughs> I'll never forget this. I was going, I was about to go in for the kiss. Cause you know, we have this moment where we like kind of yeah. linger on each other for a second. So I'm looking at you and I'm about to go in and you, you just, when I tell you, you went white. Oh, really? You look like a piece of paper. I was oh my like, goodness. Oh, I, no. I didn't hear this. I'm so sorry for this. You look like a piece of paper already. <laughs> I mean, it was just like you, and it wasn't like it was because it was me. It was just like, it was an awkward situation, period. Like, first yeah. kiss. Oh, I don't think I even told Mike this. So this is like new info. Go ahead. Um, When my mom and I, because my mom was like my little companion buddy when we were filming Play by Play. Hi, Mom. Shout out. And we were <laughs> flying to Iowa, and we were looking over kind of like the shooting dates. Like maybe try- – I think I was trying to figure out my school schedule or something because I uh, – Shay and I still had to do school on set at that point. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Um, and then we got to – I think we filmed it like in December or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we got to that, and it was like, okay, Pete and Alex kiss. And I went, what? <laughs> I think I had just like – I think I like just turned 13 at that point flying yeah. to go film. And I was like – Oh, no, no way! No. What? I was thirteen and you were oh. seventeen. Yikes! <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, we hey, kept it hey. professional. It, no, we all, we both had a job to do. We're very professional about it. Oh no, 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 Ellie! I wasn't seventeen. It, when we shot season one, I had just turned sixteen. Okay. Because remember, I was fifteen. I turned sixteen over the over the Thanksgiving break, and I was sixteen when we came back. Because then I turned seventeen. During season two, remember the party you guys that threw? That makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. When you said seventeen, I was like, wait a minute, I'm twenty now. That doesn't make sense. You're twenty. Well, I'll be twenty. I'll, I'll be twenty-one in like a few weeks. Oh, oh, oh two weeks. Hello. 
Hello. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I, 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 I will say this: there, there, there's definitely a lot of build up to that point of the kiss, because mm-hmm. I, yeah. I get, I get the impression that Alex was really into Pete, but did that kind yeah. of was that kind of always the thing, or did it kind of did that kind of just evolve? I, hmm. Can I say something? Go ahead. What I think is interesting about that is I, the scripts themselves didn't really clarify a lot of that, and I think it was honestly sort of something that me and Ellie just as acting partners sort of decided on our own. Because in the script, it was very hit or miss. Like, you really couldn't tell. But, you know, we played around with it in a way that it it was like, yeah, like, I do think, maybe not extremely, but there is some, some hint of, I kind of like him. And I think that was something that we kind of did together, but that's, I know I don't want to speak for you. I was just saying. No, well, I, I totally took the words out of my mouth for that. Yeah. I definitely think um, just with how naturally we connected, I think that came, I think that showed through Alex and Pete. And then I think because at that point we knew where their friendship was going to escalate. I think just naturally we kind of embedded that subtext of like, oh, does does she like him? Is he like more like in, in love with her than than she is with Justin like it was a lot of like like you said like hit or miss with things so I think looking back and seeing that develop through season one and now finally being able to see seasons two and three I think that connection really pays off because a lot of of the drama and uh, angst I guess um comes through that because you don't know what's going on between them right. you know because that you come into seasons two and three already knowing that Alex and Pete kissed and it kind of leaves you with that. And then how things unfold, it's really interesting to see how it, Alex always kind of comes back into play. <laughs> and you've got, you've got the narrator as well, kind of, kind of giving a, a narration uh, through this, apropos play by play. I'm assuming the narrator is actually Pete, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So you're kind of like going back kind of a cro- uh, cross between, I, I forgot who told me it was the wonder years. Uh, yep. And it's Gold very Earth. wonder years. Yeah. yeah. I will say this though, um, in Ellie's defense, um, she did say that you, you were you, that you were always asking, "Are you okay? Is everything all right?" You were you were you were, you were very concerned. Oh no, yes, Reed was and very. The, <laughs> and the communication was there, and it had to well, be. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where it was like I, I take any intimacy on set extremely seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, I recently did a film called Who Are You People? And there's a lot of that in the film and and, and a lot more than just kissing. So it's like for me, like I, oh my God, for me, it's like <laughs> I, my, the thing that I care about the most is like, I just want to make sure my acting partner is as comfortable as sure she can be. Because it's like, I, it's not really about me. You know what I mean? Like if I'm uncomfortable, I'll speak up. But, you know, you, it's kind of your job to create an environment where they feel safe enough to even speak up. So that's why on any time I have a scene like that, I'm always, always extra cautious, extra careful. And I always like to talk about it beforehand and just make sure like, okay, like, you know, you're good. You know, if there's something you don't want to do, like, you know, you need to like, you need to communication is extremely key in scenes like that because you don't ever want someone to feel slighted or manipulated or anything in any way that was unintentional especially nowadays when things are extremely sensitive yeah. you just have to be oh right. so yeah and, and let me ask sarah because sarah you're, you you went to usc like you said you went to college is that covered in in your curriculum does that come up kissing and intimacy oh and... yeah 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 how um, you handle that not really in terms of like it doesn't. It never came up like in a course, but in terms of any kind of physical contact, whether it was uh, fighting or whether it was kissing or anything like that, everything's really choreographed. And so right. um, nothing is, you know, you don't go with the wind with any of those things. You just, everything's nailed down to a T of how this and this is going to go. And so I didn't, you know, necessarily ever come across any situations where, I felt uncomfortable or any of my classmates because there was never a question of whether or not it would be a, you know, safe and uh, right. very much talked about thing. But, um, and I, you know, I'm grateful that that's, that was the norm. And I think that that's definitely the norm now more than ever. So, 
Yeah, and it's very nice of you, Reed, especially because you were so young doing these things that you had that level of consideration. Um, yeah. And, and it was that... like a professional set, too. And it all mm-hmm. works. It all works with the story. And again, there there is a buildup. Um, it's, you know, you you see different like shows and movies and you wonder what's going to happen, if, what's going to evolve. Did you guys, have you guys seen um, uh, Lost in Translation? Yeah. Yes. With Bill Murray. The best thing they could have done in that movie was nothing, 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 nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And um, there may have been some tension, but I think for the most part, it was just two people that were very, very lonely, you know, and they just needed a companionship. And, and again, it was, it was, it, it, I'm so glad that when they wrote that script, that it went the way it went and didn't go, you know, because you, you keep wondering throughout what's going to happen, what's going to happen. And, and then, you know, you're very happy with the outcome. You know, yeah. um, with play by play, obviously, you know, the, the story, there a lot of stories going on, but, um, the story between Alex and Pete Hickey, um, amazing. Now I've got to ask uh, Heather, have any kissing scenes or no? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I have a couple of makeout scenes. Really? Uh, but yeah, they're not meant to be romantic. No, they're no, meant no. to be kind of. <laughs> like kind of gross almost because, because I'm just like, I'm kind of using um, Pete's brother for, you know, his bod type of thing. I'm like definitely not invested in this relationship for the long haul. I'm kind of like, it's kind of an irony thing. I think from Heather's standpoint, she's so edgy and, you know, dating a guy who's a football player and a jock. And it's kind of like, She's doing it because it's unexpected, right. and she lives to be um, provocative, you know. So, yeah, but yeah, I had to a couple makeout scenes, but it wasn't anything romantic. It was kind of like, oh man. Well, the show, the, the show. <laughs> not, not that the actor was gross, obviously, <laughs> but you know what I mean. You're watching it, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> we're talking. We're talking play by play. New uh, new show for Roku, uh, all uh, three seasons. Sarah Withers, Reed Miller, Woo. Ellie Trowbridge, and Shay Smollick. And again, Shay, you're Gracie. So again, Gracie is little sister. Not concerned with. Mm-hmm. I was this. just about to say that I can't wait until Shay has a project where she has to like kiss somebody. Then we can all come back and tease her about it. <laughs> I know. I'm just sitting here listening. Like, oh, this is gonna be me and couple months oh god <laughs> you're gonna know all the stories you're gonna know how to handle it and it's gonna be stellar <laughs> no, the, the, can't wait you guys are amazing and again you're you're you've been part of a, a show that really is uh it, it's it's amazing i'm glad that it's finally going to be released that it is released mm-hmm. on roku it's on roku folks and uh it's it's definitely binge watchable right Yes. Totally. 20 minute there. episodes, people. You can get season one done tonight if you tried. Wow, look at that. Mm-hmm. Shameless uh... plug, shameless plug. No, that's good. We need to start a movement. I mean, I, I, I think that uh, it's been away for too long. The storyline is fantastic. Uh, the characters are wonderful. The narration through it, really, I, I love projects like that where you got a narrator. I think that's um, just really adds to the uniqueness of the story. And it kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you're able to visualize. Number one, you're thinking, boy, he's got a good memory. <laughs> Remembers those, right? so, you know. So, guys, we're winding down here. What a fantastic show! We handled it all quite nicely. Ellie, Reed, Shay, and Sarah. Reed, you got projects coming up here. Joe Bell is coming yes, out. Sir. You're uh, starring opposite Mark Wahlberg and Gary Sinise, two wonderful yes, actors. Uh, Thank you. Also, Jaeger. Yes. Now that's out, right? Yeah, that's a film that I, I wrote and directed and starred in. Uh, it's, a, it's pretty. It's a it's like a forty minute. It's a micro feature. It's meant to feel feel like Die Hard. You know, it's like an eighties action okay. homage type of thing. I that's on Amazon Prime right now. And then Joe Bell is scheduled to be released in theaters worldwide um, February nineteenth, twenty twenty one. Oh, great! Wow. Yeah. I hope we can go to theaters by then. I, I hope so. Yeah. Movie and yeah. then, uh, who are you people with, with you and Alyssa Milano? That's uh, yes, yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be coming out. Uh, I actually don't know when that will be coming out. Uh, you are just killing it, Reed. 
She's oh, a thank you. She's a phenomenal actress. She really is. And, oh yeah, um, she was really fun to work with. Yeah, and again, Mark and Gary both very much um, supportive of our military, our service people, and our vets, and uh, uh, just yeah. great, great folks. Now for you, Shay, you got music coming out again. You've been in Nashville all week long recording. That's coming out, and you've got a. I guess it's a, is it a series called uh, Complete Bowl? Yes. <laughs> Complete Bowl. Thank you. And then I am still on hold for a movie, and they don't really know what they think we'll know by February. Okay. Was put on hold, meaning it's between me. Well, it's just between me. They're just trying to figure everything out. But uh, we may start filming February. I don't know. It's still a bit messy because of this corona thing. So they're trying to, you know, look past that right now. But, yep, I got some good things coming up, which I'm excited for. Yeah, pandemic is kind of pandemic is kind of putting everything on hold for a lot of people and things are backing up it's it's slowly coming back i drove through um sherman oaks a couple days ago and literally uh you could not find a place to park the film crews were were, were there they had about three blocks of I don't, i'm not sure what they were filming but it was a huge shoot they're back out and they're making it work social distancing obviously and uh run understand as you do your work and you get out no hanging around the set anymore so again they're very very careful about that and if it's a problem they will shut it down so yeah i'm really glad to hear that yeah it's 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 getting very safe and they've got this and there's shay shay smolik there in iowa uh again shay we can't wait to hear the music that's gonna be fantastic i'm so excited for you and, you said uh, it's gonna be coming out christmas shay well my uh the single white noise will be coming out on christmas so oh. look out for that <gasps> excited that. A little christmas gift for you yeah. thank you Thank you in advance. Sarah Withers, you've got stuff as well coming up. Yes, I don't know when, but I do have my horror film coming out next year, and I will keep y'all posted. Um, so, yeah. Please That's too. all I got to say. And Ellie is just Ellie. She's involved, yeah. with, very busy with school. <laughs> getting through that and, and she's doing all her college stuff that is that's taken up a lot of time and energy and it's gonna go so well ellie i'm so excited to to hear about what ends up happening that's so thank cool thank you you that's have amazing. like no idea how much it means to me like it's been really fun to watch the three of you like kind of kill it in the industry and it of course it's also been fun just you know trying to make the best out of my senior year of high school and of course mm. looking forward and making like future opportunities for myself but i gotta say it's been nice kind of taking the back seat a little bit from the industry and just kind of like watching you guys blossom it's that's been really really fun for me well you're not in the back seat anymore now you're on roku <laughs> you're in front of the car get out of the way because uh, you are it is it, it's there again play by play folks check it out you're gonna love it and uh, i guess it's like i want to say pg uh, PG thirteen. Okay. Yeah, PG thirteen. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. yeah. There's some fun words. Oh, okay, good. But uh, Lots again, of smooching, you know. Yeah, a lot of. Sp- <laughs> We've already covered the, the, the smooching part, but again, I know, we uh, already, well, we didn't. Yeah, oh yeah, we covered that. that yeah, was, we, we covered that, that, it. Yeah, we, we covered it. We covered, covered it. it. <laughs> and, and again, that's going to kind of uh, that's important part of the uh, the series, but so much more. Just a wonderful production, a wonderful cast. And so glad you guys came on to talk about that. Congratulations to everyone. You were all part Thank of a, you so much, Mike. a huge project that is finally getting its day. Again, on Roku, folks, check it out, play by play. Uh, you're going to love it. And drop me a line. Let me know what you think. And I'll go ahead and pass it on to folks. Uh, Sarah Withers, how can they follow you on Instagram? Follow me at Sarah E. Withers. And, yeah, you can find my updates there. And Reed Miller, you've got tons of updates. And how do they follow you? Uh, you can follow me by following my Instagram, which is the real Reed Miller, uh, and that's Reed R E I D, not R E A D. Uh, yeah. As opposed to the fake Reed Miller. Yeah, I, I, you, you'd be surprised <laughs> how many people assume that that Reed is spelled R E A D, and I'm like, when have you ever met a Reed whose name is spelled R E A D? You, you don't. You don't. It's, you don't. It's, 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 you happen. Yeah. That's the exactly. point. And, that's why um, he's fake and not the real Reed Miller. That's why he's fake the real Exactly right. Exactly. Shea yeah, Smolik. you guys can follow me there for all my, my updates on everything coming up. We'll do that. And Shay, you're a fantastic co-host. Um, Thank you. How do they follow you? Uh, my Instagram and my YouTube is just Shea Smolik, S-H-A-E-S-M-O-L-I-K. 
Okay. And again, look out for your music coming out this, hopefully over yes, Christmas. Sure. Excited about that. And Ellie Trowbridge. Wow. Yes. You're just a rock of the show and, um, and a, a great friend. How do they follow you online? Um, I'm, you can totally find me on Instagram. It's just Ellie Trowbridge. Um, I'm E L L E E Ellie Trowbridge. Um, and then when my website gets coming up, we're, um, finally getting that together. I will tell Mike and then Mike will tell his people. Your people too. Not just mine. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. This was a lot so of fun. Seriously, <laughs> we're so thankful that we have you as like one of our people in our corner so we can finally promote the heck out of this little show of ours. Play by play. Check it out, folks. It's on Roku. Again, play by play. We're winding down about two more shows for the year and then we're done till January. So keep following us on uh, Instagram at Conversations Radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. If you want to go ahead and email us, conversationspod at gmail.com thanks guys thank you thank thanks you for having us this love is you guys. love you too this is conversations radio so long mm-hmm.